So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. In a year that has already seen Stone Cold Steve Austin return to professional wrestling, Cody Rhodes jump back to WWE. We've got an even bigger story now as a massive fight broke out backstage for real after AEW's very controversial post-show media scrum this past Sunday in suburban Chicago. We're going to get into it. Serious. A lot of people involved. Make sure you hit the like button, share the link, or you stink. It's Sports Keto Wrestling. Top wrestling news. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What is up, everybody? It's Kev Kellum. A big story that has been brewing uh, and getting more intense by the hour all day long. I love you guys joining us. Make sure the audio is good. Give me that thumbs up in the comments if you guys are with us here as well. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Uh, for those of you uh, joining us on the audio side of things, thank you so much. We're actually doing this over on Twitter Spaces for the first time. You guys can follow me on the Twitter at Kev Kellum. Uh, we're going to flip that audio over and we're going to put it up on our uh, our podcast feed as well. Sports Key to Wrestling is available on all the different podcasting machines. You can get us there as well. Shout out to the guys joining us there and everyone else as well. A uh, lot of news to cover. All of it up right now at sportskeeda.com. This is just such an intense story that has been developing. So obviously, if you've been following the wrestling news cycle in the last 24 hours, you know that there has been a very controversial situation involving CM Punk the AEW world champion, the man who won that title at the end of the pay-per-view on Sunday, where MJF also made his appearance known. And you also understand that he reportedly had a lot to say about the people in AEW running the company, specifically the EVPs that are still there. And those people include the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, and Kenny Omega. Punk, of course, during the media scrum, had some heated words about Colt Cabana, his former friend, uh, acknowledging a very detailed pull-back-the-curtain um, legal situation involving them and, and between him and Punk. And then brought in that this story was dispersed, that somehow Punk had nothing to do with the standing of Colt Cabana in AEW, with Colt Cabana reportedly at one point maybe being released from his AEW contract, or rather not, not renewed, and then shifted over to Ring of Honor which is another, you know, under the AEW umbrella. Are you catching up here? So Punk really went off, and maybe you've read all those comments. Now, uh, this continued with Punk going off on the EVPs in the same same very long, very intense press conference where he is right next to Tony Khan, putting Tony Khan in a very awkward position. And I can confirm that from people that were in the room, that the, the feeling was awkward. And other people screaming, uh, AEW is crumbling. I don't know if it's crumbling. We're going to get here for the first time. We have some first-time viewers. Tell us where you guys are watching for the first time. Uh, people saying, yes, it's getting crazy. Yes, it is indeed crazy. 
Um, and then we have other people already screaming, it's a work. Uh, shaking my head, I want to believe it's work, but this has been an issue. I'm a punk fan, but he has some demons, and everyone involved needs to reel of age solution shooting themselves in the foot. Well, we'll get into it, and I'll get your comments on screen. If you guys are watching, don't go anywhere. You're going to get on screen. You're going to get your take on this. I want you all involved in the conversation. If you're with us on Twitter spaces, we will get you on that stream. That stream will continue after we uh, finish up here on Facebook. So doing this all first time by myself here with all these different things. I want to keep you guys up to date on this whole story. So continuing with the post-show media scrum, CM Punk going off with Tony Khan right next to him. He goes as far to say that the EVPs who put out this information to the media and he was pretty aggressive with the media. I know some people that were in the room, including Nick Houseman of Wrestling Inc., who, by the way, did not get a question in. It was just starting the question and was kind of cut off, and it went off in this crazy direction here. Punk was very livid, covered in blood and sweat after a very hard-fought main event match. And during the same scenario, Punk describes the EVPs as people that couldn't manage a fucking target. Uh, that, that's a quote, uh, and that was pretty aggressive, obviously, and then he made reference to Reseda, where the Bucks and Kenny wrestled in PWG, their independent territory. So that was pretty crazy. Shout out to Australia watching from the show. Shout out where you guys are watching from. Appreciate the support. Um, So it, it's a pretty intense scenario that's playing out here because these are the executive vice presidents of AEW, three of the four guys that helped found the company as wrestlers with Tony Khan, and Tony Khan's right next to you point where punk is cutting him off so speed up to what fightful report uh fightful select is reporting that the, the fight got intense and as more and more information comes out about it, it it's harder and harder for uh fightful tip of the cap to old money Meltzer and and dave, dave Meltzer himself saying the the fight was indeed real punk threw a uh, punk threw a punch that connected with one of the bucks a chair was thrown by a steel who is an aew producer and the trainer of cm punk a chair was thrown and Meltzer reports that it connected with the eye of one of the young bucks. Kenny Omega had limited involvement in this fight, but got more involved with it. Uh, AEW agents Christopher Daniels and Pat Buck, along with Brandon Cutler, were also involved in defusing the situation. Initially, in a report that just came up in the last hour here, uh, the that Punk was not answering the door at his at his backstage room, and the door was quote quote unquote kicked the door down. <laughs> That's how much the uh, Bucks and Omega wanted to speak with him. And, and they initiated this conversation. Ace Steele's wife was in the room, and she was there. And Steele kind of got mad because of this, this kind of altercation, confrontation happening with her present that lit him off. It gets more physical from there. It's a very long altercation. Some people saying it lasted about six minutes or so. And reportedly, Ace Steele at one point, throwing that chair, bit Kenny Omega and pulled his hair. How serious these punches were, how nasty it got, there's so much we don't know. Uh, but obviously the, the comments that Punk made enough kind of aggravated people enough. And the heat on him has been described as nuclear. Um, me talking to people I know in the wrestling world who are obviously already have already released some of their information to other sources saying, yeah, they, they, they indeed described him as nuclear. Uh, legal ramifications from this have not been brought down yet. Uh, it's worth noting that the Hoffman Estates police who could have been brought into this situation were not brought in. So there's no police report with them. That is from Fightful. I can, I can double down on that. Talk to people I know as well. There was no police report on this, as far as I know currently. 
And it was kind of added now is that CM Punk may have hurt his tricep in this fight somehow. But there's mixed reports about that, whether or not he actually did that during the actual main event match with John Moxley, where he won the title. Now, Punk has had several in- injuries uh, since coming back to AEW. It's a big thing to transition back into. And that foot injury was pretty severe. He detailed having plates and steel in his foot. How miserable he was with that situation over the summer when he was supposed to have this big summer run with the title. Um, and it's pretty, pretty clear. Now you have a lot of people saying that a steel and punk, uh, could be done with AEW. It's worth noting a, a CM punk is one of the biggest stars in all of wrestling at the moment. And obviously one of the biggest names, if not the biggest name in AEW, obviously they have plenty of other big names there as well. I know a lot of you screaming at your screens and yelling through speakers and all that good stuff, but it's worth noting. He is a big acquisition. And he has not been described as anything less than that. Steel, obviously, is a longtime veteran of the wrestling game. And a lot of people saying, I just learned about this guy. Well, he's been in the game a long, long time. He's worked at WWE. Uh, he's worked in independent wrestling. I was fortunate to work with him a few months ago at AAW in Chicago. Uh, I don't have any intimate knowledge from him about this situation, by the way. I'll clear that record up, by the way. I know some people saying, oh, you're from Chicago, so you must know everything about this. I know some things. I don't know, I don't know nearly as much as others. How about that? Uh, so the rumors of people wanting Steel and Punk out of AEW, th- those are true. There, there's been a lot of people wanting that to happen. Whether or not that's going to happen, uh, I can tell you I don't know. Um, but the report from Fightful, I can back up. Heavy amends need to be made. That is that is the only virtual situation in which Punk and a Steel can remain in any form with AEW. That I, I can back that up. You know, Stories are broken by someone else, but I can tell you from talking to people I know that is indeed true. So that is how serious this fight was. We have chairs being thrown. We have people being punched in the head. Um, you know, a lot of people with different takes here. Want to go to want to want to get you guys to get your takes in here. And a lot of people saying AEW is a mud wrestling show. People saying Punk is Punk, one hundred percent. Gregory saying that. Scott Powell saying not at all. It's sad. The kind of thing was on the regular in the eighties and nineties wrestling. We just didn't hear about it and have every effing moment broadcast over social media. That's kind of true. And a bunch of P word <laughs> bitch made in today's world. Scott, you're just an old man who doesn't like younger people having access to information. I can understand what you're saying, but I don't agree with it. Uh, Mr. James Espanto. Saying controversy creates cash, big cab. Will AEW capitalize on this? Great question. I've already had a lot of people say, oh, this is just a work and they're going to capitalize on this. Well, Reality has always been the source of great stuff. Uh, we all know the, the Montreal screw job, whether or not you want to believe it, was a real scenario that really played out, that really aggravated and really upset some people. And then other people have tried to claim that it was a work all along. It was it was just a big giant work. And and then you had real situations like the 2005 scenario with Matt Hardy and Edge and Lita, and that played into a real storyline. That was very real. Um, so you have a lot of people bringing reality into wrestling in the last 20, 30 years. This isn't, could it be done? Sure. Could a lot of money be made off of this interest? 100%. Um, would it be more interesting than maybe some things that were done on the pay-per-view or even set up at the pay-per-view? Yeah. Does this uh, outshine what happened with MJF on the pay-per-view? Currently, yes, it does. Uh, and we'll find out more tomorrow when AEW broadcasts from Buffalo. I want to try and get all your comments in here. Uh, Robert Flair is saying, uh, crazy how last year he wanted to work with Young Talent. Well, he still wants to work with Young Talent. I don't think there was any dispute about whether or not he works with, wants to work with Young Talent. You're just putting words in people's mouth then. Here. 
Uh, Mikey James uh, saying, so if Punk can't fight no more and leaves, will Tony tell the Young Bucks, you happy now? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I know a lot of people saying, oh, Punk's going to get fired and suspend him. He's your AEW world champion. It's also worth noting, your executive vice president's got into this altercation. They're not clean in this scenario. Did they set this up in any way? It, are, how physical were they? That's worth noting. There's two sides to this story. There's a lot of information coming out from two different sides on this story. Bryce saying, fire punk. Um, uh, other people chiming in here saying CM Punk is WWE bound. Rashad, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true at all. Drama, rama, rama, says Randy Engel. Yes, this is absolutely drama. Um, people saying, what are my thoughts? Well, my, my thoughts as I'm just kind of getting all the information to you and describing it within context and giving you some insight on it. This is a, this is a very embarrassing scenario for AEW. Uh, this is this was embarrassing in the room uh, and uh, uncomfortable to cover for people I know that were there. I'm not speaking for them, but that's the impression I got. Uh, and it's very unfortunate that this is, uh, a, if it's certainly, it is real. I can tell you it's real. This isn't work. Uh, that, that's multiple people. I know a lot of people, you're inclined as wrestling fans to say, oh, it's work. It's just a big elaborate thing. If this is the work, this is one of the greatest works of all time. So bring that in. Let that gravity get into your head. Okay. Um, so a lot of people upset about this. Maybe don't want this to be a real thing. It is very real. And this is a very real problem that AEW has and a very massive division between the executive branch of the company, the guy who runs the company in the middle, and then the biggest star in the company, your world champion. So what do you do? This puts Tony Khan in a very unfortunate position. I know a lot of people very critical of him, but I feel for him in this scenario. I don't, I don't feel like he was put in a great position either. Obviously, later on in that same press conference, which went on over an hour, seeing the AEW world champions, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland appear. They, in kind of character, set up a match down the line. Coming up at the Grand Slam show. It's going to be at Arthur Ashe Stadium in the shadow of New York City. Coming up here in just a week or so, two weeks. And you have Chris Jericho up here saying you shouldn't go into business for yourself. He brought up that talent meeting that was done. You know, this this all follows a talent meeting a few weeks ago saying don't leak stuff to the press. Don't do, don't put things out there. Let's let's try and reel in the swearing. We can't do that. We're with a bigger TV partner. And that same around that same talent meeting, you get Eddie Kingston getting suspended for two weeks for just pie facing someone. This is much more physical. This was a fight involving multiple people that had to be broken up. A chair got thrown. Some two guys may have been injured, including your world champion and one third of your trios champions. It's worth with noting, you know, outside of A Steel, four guys, three guys, yeah, four guys in this fight are champions in AEW. Your locker room leader in CM Punk and the executives of your company in a fight. What look does that give? And then you have people from Warner, Warner Discovery Media, your media partner, your biggest line of revenue into AEW, uh, talking to the press, asking if this is real. That's a crazy part about this. Uh, I was speaking with some people I know in the public relations world that would handle a press conference scenario today. And they said this was nuts and this should have, that at some point someone should have stepped in and pulled CM Punk back. Well, I don't know if that applies to the security situation backstage with the physical altercation, but was this the right way to deal with it? You know, but in that same scenario, Punk called out people and said, let's go. You know, it's kind of crazy here. 
a lot of people with their take, a lot of people with a biased political take about how they feel about it. Uh, John Ray's are saying the grown men getting mad because this or that happened. Shut up and just do your job. Yeah, a lot of people are just upset in general. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that shut up and do your job. But obviously, I mean, if you can turn this into a positive and make this work, I guess it's positive in that regard. Uh, Bryce chiming in says, take him. I'd love to watch him implode the WWE locker room with his shenanigans. You know, everyone's saying shenanigans here with him. I think a lot of this heat's going to fall on CM Punk, it appears from some fans. And, you know, reality, the perception becomes the reality, even if that isn't the reality. You know, if it turns out that Punk is not the aggressor in this fight, he's defending himself in what he feels is a three-on-one situation, then Ace, Ace still interviewed, intervenes. I've heard that narrative as well. Um, other people chiming in here. Of course, people now quoting Punk here. Sorry, I'm tired, sore, cranky, and work with children. Yes, that is indeed something that uh, CM Punk said directly to one Nick Houseman of Wrestling Inc. Other people with uh, a lot of different takes here on this whole thing. Mist is saying, is it true that Punk had issues behind the curtain in every promotion he's fought for? I wouldn't say that. Uh, and I, I can say that as somebody who know people have worked with Punk directly. I would not say that. I would say he's a very particular guy. How about that? Now, th if that terms you as difficult to work with, I don't think that's the case. I've worked with people that are you could term as difficult, but they're they're very creative and, and um, progressive people in terms of your business and what you want to do to do things in the wrestling business or do things in the entertainment business. You do things with rock radio and different things that I've been associated with. Creative minds. They have a lot of weight on them. Uh, there's a lot of egos here involved. A lot of people want to say they're the needle mover. Some people don't like someone being the needle mover. And they don't like somebody having, you know, the, the, the spotlight that they've created on a platform they built up. Maybe that's the issue as well. Darnell Wilson chiming in here as a post-Attitude Era fan. I've never seen anything like this in my life. It's crazy to see it unfold in real time. I don't know what the right answer is, but hope this doesn't split AEW in half. Well, may have already done that. May have wondered, oh, I, I'm certainly hoping that's not the case, but it may have already done that. Um, other people saying he's going to make this last run and cash out. I want to know what you guys think of Omega and the Bucks in this scenario. I'd love to hear you guys chime in about that. Ryan Couch checking in. EVP should not be allowed to wrestle or pick one job, not both. Uh, Ryan, I don't think that's clear. That that's not. They're not a publicly traded company. They're a privately held company, so they can make those calls themselves. I think more wrestlers should be involved in the production aspect of wrestling. Does that mean they're actual in-ring performers themselves? Triple H did it confidently for years and did feature roles. I don't think many people had any issues with that after a while. Uh, I think it should be done in select circumstances. And the, these guys specifically launching the company, no one complained when they did it at the time. Everyone said, oh, they're going to put themselves over. They didn't do that right away. Now, obviously, the Omega and, and the Box made themselves the first AEW Trios champions, but they had a big tournament. There was a lot of other people featuring it. The Dark Horse was featuring it. They had a great match. They won the match confidently. Uh, a lot of people different sound off here. Rick Holly saying, good PR, though. The media scrum has nobody talking about the clash of the castle. So if they are wor working everyone, it definitely got the attention they wanted. I heard that as well. Uh, if the media scrum was such a big thing that it's the big story of the weekend. Yeah, but I mean, I, I can see what you're saying. It's got people talking, but can you turn that into business? Does this turn into ratings? That hasn't been determined yet. Uh, AEW did some big business this weekend. 
and were upset that WWE was running not just one pay-per-view, but two, including the NXT World's Collide show, which was on Sunday afternoon. So it wasn't a direct conflict, uh, but it certainly breaks up the market. And if you have a busy Labor Day weekend, what are you going to pick? A big stadium show with Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre at the top of it? Or are you going to pick a $50 pay-per-view on a Sunday? Well, Peacock, I already have it. I'll watch that. Right? I mean, that's kind of the subversion. And you had Tony Khan in the same um, breath here uh, near the end of that conference kind of reference that and say that this was a subverted thing that you did, that you subverted my show and, and that I'm not happy about this. And I, we were the first wrestling promotion to have Labor Day weekend. And I have more money than Jim Crockett and Jim Crockett took his medicine in the eighties, but I have more money than him. And I'm, I'm effing pissed and let's, I'm not going to handle this shit anymore. And he seemed very angry, but it, to me, that just felt like an optic. Hey, look over here. Don't look at this thing. I'll take the heat. I'll be Tony Khan and I'll take the heat and I'll just say something nasty about WWE and in that regard. At least that's the way I interpreted it. That isn't to say I'm putting the words in his mouth. People saying punk sucks. <laughs> Not my take. Uh, Domingo saying the way punk left, I can't see him going to WWE, but Triple H is at the helm. You just, so you never know. Uh, guys, he's locked into a deal. I don't know how long that deal is. I don't know what the, if he is released, if he is let go by AEW, I don't know the terms of that or how that would even play out. Um, so I, I would hold off on that regard. I would really, really hold off and just claiming that he's going to be let go. You know, we have a rumor injury to him of his tricep, and he's your AEW world champion who just came off an injury that he's you know still dealing with some ramifications from just a few months ago. And you gotta you got to run that title in New York City and play some big arenas and play some big venues and really start cashing on CM Punk as your champion with now MJF back in the picture. Uh, so here we go. This is Mikey saying it. So who was that mask guy? The Joker, was it MJF? Yes, it was MJF. He revealed himself at the end of the pay-per-view after CM Punk won. And he has the Casino Battle Royal chip, the proverbial money in the bank for AEW. So he does indeed have a shot at the AEW World Championship. Um, other people saying, Punk is a crybaby. Uh, other people chiming in here. Uh, other people with different thoughts here on all these different things. Uh, Lex Pine getting in here. Has anyone ever realized AEW is the only wrestling topic after WWE had two weekends of pay-per-views? This it may have some real merit to what's happening, but this is what is all playing in the storyline as MJF. Uh, no, I don't know if this is playing into a storyline. It wasn't playing into a storyline when CM Punk brought up Hangman Page. This is a real thing. Now, could it become a storyline? Sure. Is it something that's going to be referenced on television on Wednesday? AEW tends to do that. Yes, I expect it. At this time, when I'm broadcasting to you on the 6th of September, as far as I know, this is not a storyline. This is a real fight that happened between guys who make a lot of money and have a lot of power and a lot of influence in the professional wrestling industry, including a world champion and executives for a wrestling company. That's the way it is. I know everyone would like to twist it and say what they think it is. You can say what you think it is, but I'll tell you, it isn't that. If it is, it isn't that yet. It's, it's, it hasn't become that yet. You gotta be clear about your language there. Uh, if the elite joins, uh, if elite joins WWE, I think you're talking about the Young Bucks and, and Kenny Omega. AEW is essentially dead. They're founders. Well, you know, Cody Rhodes left. It didn't fall apart when he did. So, guys, I I, don't, I wouldn't know what you would cry about that here in that regard. And it isn't to say that you know all of them leave or if any of them leave. I mean, Ace Steel I think is in big trouble here if he's throwing a chair at people. Uh, and 
Fightful saying that he looks like the one who's most likely to get the can in this regard. But then you have Dave Meltzer over the Observer saying if Steele gets let go, Punk walks. So that'll be interesting. Other people saying Punk brings trouble everywhere he goes. What a crazy story, right? I want to make sure I get all uh, as many of your comments here on Sky. Uh, people saying Cena will be on Rampage. No. Uh, Hefe saying bet the bucks and Omega uh, uh, entertain the idea of Hunter now. Well, I can tell you, you know, at one point or another, WWE definitely had meetings and conversations and talked about bringing those guys in either as one act, uh, the bucks and then Omega. They've, they've been discussed. Omega at one point was, I believe, part of the developmental system a long, long, long time ago. So, I mean, it's a possibility, but I don't think it's going to happen here. We'll say work the gimmick, baby, get the heat, play off of it. Uh, people saying unscripted, this is the way wrestling should be. Well, Scott, I don't know if this is the way wrestling should be if it's going to get people injured and it's going to hurt people and you have civilian people who could have been injured in the scenario uh, You know, that were in the room. We don't know if a Steele's wife was injured. You know, I understand that she was dealing with a broken foot. But she was there, so she was kind of immobile to get away from the scenario. Um, and then you have people saying this if punk stays it's the end of AEW I think that's kind of a drastic remark I know some people that really really don't like CM Punk that I know well that are involved with wrestling that really really don't like him and have outright said I'm rooting for him to get out of there I'm rooting for him to not be a part of it uh, these aren't people that work with AEW these are prominent people in the wrestling business they're not associated with all the wrestling uh, and I've heard that today uh, so that's serious. I don't think that's the case. He's a big draw for them. They have big business. You can tie his name to ratings, all these different things. That isn't me defending him. That's just the reality of the scenario. Uh, other people with different takes. I want to try and get everyone on I, if I haven't gotten you on screen here in general. Uh, fellow Kevin, Kevin here. CM Punk is nothing but a whining crybaby. Uh, they should have left the title with Moxley. Well, did you hear the reaction when Punk won the title? It was a big deal. Uh, but a big reaction for MJF to come out, too. Scott Paulson saying, I worked with CM Punk and TNA Wildside. As real as AJ Styles, he's a really relaxed guy. He's all about the business. I've heard that before, too. He's a very serious man. Uh, guy chiming in, unfortunately, big egos on both sides finally imploded. Yes, I've heard the word implosion quite a bit today. Um, other people with different takes about all of this happening. Byron saying, I'm pro-punk, but if punk actually torn something swinging at Mac Jackson, it might be time for to shelf punk. He's getting old fast. Well, he's a guy who was away from the ring. Guy who was away from the ring and involved in this business. You take risks, get back in the ring. The rust is the worst thing here. Uh, and it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy here to see how this all plays out. Uh, someone saying Omega and the Bucks were released by WWE. No, Bucks, I don't think ever signed with WWE, Bill. So you can hold off on that. Got to have your information right on that. Uh, and Donna, thank you, Donna. I appreciate this. We need some female energy in the room here, Donna. Some superstars got to get a grip on their tempers and their egos. Thank you. I agree. I agree. Completely agree with you there, Donna. Wholeheartedly. Smartest thing I've heard in here. Um, and other people saying dumbasses. Uh, Chris Aldrich, great supporter of the channel, says, great show, Kev Kelm. Enjoy wrestling, everyone. Thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate your support. See it all the time. Very, very thankful. CRC up in the chat says Cody Rhodes, hopefully going to get the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega to come over to WWE. I don't know about that. But I can tell you, there is someone who left 
AEW reportedly in the last 72 hours. And that is Malachi Black, formerly known as Aleister Black, and his tenure in WWE before they was known in the independence as Tommy End. Uh, he signed with AEW last year. He was one of the first guys they really debuted when they got back out on the road in 2021. He was featured in a feud with Cody Rhodes. Then he formed the House of Black faction. Uh, apparently, there's been a mental health issue, and he's been stressed out. That He can attribute that to maybe some of his standing and his performance in AEW, where he's not a top guy. He's maybe a top-level mid-card guy, but he's certainly not a top-level talent. He's gotten a lot of feature and time on television, but he's simply just not maybe the star he would have aspired to be. That is me putting words in his mouth. Um, but you can read his Tumblr blog where he kind of alludes to these things. He doesn't outright say it, but he also kind of says, I may be done with wrestling in general. And there's some personal issues that, you know, you may have to address and all those different things. Rooting for him, his health comes first. If you're not healthy, you're not happy. You don't want to take those risks. Don't do it. So Alistair Black, Malachi Black, no longer listed on the AOL, uh, the, excuse me, AOL, AOL Time Messenger, the AEW roster on their website. So that's certainly interesting here. Um, a lot of people with different takes here. Les Asiego saying CM Punk's ego is the reason why he left WWE and created stories about them pushing him into compete with injuries. He did not have. He always thinks he's bigger. He's bigger than the brand he's working for. Well, I can put a stink on that whole. He didn't have injuries when he did have injuries. There's a lot of wrestlers who choose to wrestle with injuries and wrestle through them and endure them and performing with them. Uh, and, and I can say that is a nature that is inclination of a lot of pro wrestlers. Sometimes at some point they kind of say like, Hey, I can't keep doing this. And everything that punk put out there 10, 12 years ago, when he, when he left WWE under those terms or 2014, rather, um, those are true. The, he had injuries and he was dealing with them and he didn't like the way he was being treated while he dealt with them. I think it's a fair statement. So, you know, saying he made those things up is that's false. That's misinformation. Kurt Stroud chiming in. Punk and Ace are incredibly unprofessional. Fine. Suspended. Ace fired. What kind of grown man pulls hair and bites a man? It's real. Uh, if it's real, press charges. Well, I can tell you the police were not involved in this, but legal ramifications are kind of still pending. And if you suspend people and you cost them pay, there's some legal issues with that. So, so that's why I think AEW maybe hasn't put out a statement just yet. As soon as I get one, I will do that. Um, and people saying, do I see uh, Malachi Black going back to WWE? It's a possibility, but I don't know if Malachi Black is interested in wrestling anymore. And I don't know what the terms are of him getting out of a deal with AEW. Uh, you know, do they have the same release terms as somebody else? Uh, trying to get so many of your comments here on, on online here. If you guys want to enjoy this, you're just joining us late. Thank you so much. Hit the like button if you enjoy this. Drop some Facebook stars in this as well. It's a great way to support what we're doing. Uh, I do multiple news videos for sports key wrestling on Facebook. I I'm trying to get us to put this over on wrestle binge, our YouTube channel as well. So we kind of make that like a side YouTube. Tell them to do that. Tell them to get my stuff up on YouTube. If you want it up on YouTube, tell them to put it up there. Um, uh, people saying, did MJF renew his contract? I don't know, but I know he's still under contract through 2023 into 2024. So he's plenty of time left on a deal. He's got more than a year left on that deal. So, uh, I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, I'm going to continue this over on Twitter spaces. You can follow me at Kev Callum. I'm going to put my Twitter up there. All right. So if you have a Twitter, you can get over there and you can actually talk to me. I can actually put you on the stream. It'll be an audio stream. You have your phone up like that. It's kind of like we're all in one conference call. I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to go do that right now. 
Uh, and you can join me over there. I'm going to add some of that audio, hopefully, to our podcast. It works out and all that good stuff. Uh, we do have a fresh podcast up with Vince Russo, bro, uh, reviewing Monday Night Raw, the big Monday Night Raw after Clash of the Castle. He talks about this entire CM Punk situation much more. Uh, we have also exclusive content from Clash of the Castle over on our video channels on Snapchat, on Instagram, all that good stuff. Please remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. And that is a critical thing, an important thing. You have to do it. And that is enjoy wrestling.